Hey everybody, welcome. Steve Wolenhaus here. I'm your host at Anatomy of Success. Glad you joined us this week to be happier in life. Do seven things to make money more powerful. That's what we'll talk about this week. So glad you joined us. Let's get started. Welcome back again. This is Anatomy of Success, and I'm your host, Steve Wolenhaus. If you're here for the first time, welcome. Glad you found us. If you've been here before, hope you're benefiting from the things we talk about here. Please subscribe to the podcast, rate, review if you would, then head over to weatherology.com. You'll find me under the About Us page at the top. Links to LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Hope you follow along, and then take advantage of the free Weatherology mobile app. I think you'll love it. Now, back in July, 2021 of this year, I conducted a very informal study on LinkedIn to determine if people believed money could buy happiness by asking that very same simple question. 55% of those surveyed said yes, and it was a huge sampling. 750,000 people saw that post. 25,000 people plus voted. Over 1,500 people had plenty to say about the subject. Now, back in 2010, Daniel Kahneman, who is a college professor, professor, famous PhD who writes about positive psychology, conducted a very comprehensive study to measure if money makes us happier. Now, their conclusion basically determined that money does make a difference to a certain point, which confirms what other studies over the centuries have revealed, whether it's very informal philosophers or academic research, that money to a certain extent can improve our quality of life. And it appears that threshold now is about $75,000. Once someone makes enough money to make life less stressful, they start to enjoy a little more happiness. But beyond $75,000 per year, ironically, people aren't measurably happier. In fact, oftentimes they become more unhappy. And I've seen that firsthand. Low income individuals struggle with poor life evaluation, satisfaction, well-being, and money can improve those situations. Ironically, higher income individuals enjoyed greater life satisfaction as it pertains to those areas, but they didn't experience any more measurable happiness. Now, Matthew Killingsworth has studied happiness as well for decades and even created a very interesting app where you can monitor our level of happiness on a daily basis. Matthew points out that the world's greatest thinkers have always agreed that happiness is a core life goal, but the acquisition of things doesn't improve happiness. So after sampling over 2 million experiences in his app, Matthew discovered the average Average income, ironically, was about $75,000, where participants started to see a minimal increase in happiness. Beyond that point, it was very tough to ascertain if there was any measurable difference. So I'm not here to debate whether money matters. That's up to you. I started with nothing, built an empire. I can tell you from personal experience, when you're a happy person, having more money makes life a lot better. I've enjoyed my journey growing, learning as a leader, serving incredible clients, building a beautiful business where I serve remarkable people, cultivate great talent, believing in something bigger than myself, making health my obsession. But I also learned that giving back to 
the world like we're doing here. That's what makes me happy. It's not the money, folks. And we can debate that all day long. And it's interesting to me that people that weigh in so heavily on issues like this that talk about, yeah, money makes you happier are usually the people that don't have much. And they believe that by having more money, it will rectify whatever dissatisfaction they have in their life. And that's often not the case. So I encourage everyone to pursue your dreams and do what's best for you. If you aspire to make money, that's okay. I did too, and I always have liked making money. But I encourage generosity and humility as part of that process. Otherwise, we're just making money for the sake of making money to satisfy our own selfish desires. In addition to building wealth, let's make sure we include top priorities as part of our plan to create a better future. As Buddha said, there is no path to happiness. Happiness is the path. So in an effort to aspire to make money, but make money more powerful and let us be happier in life in the process, here's seven things that I think we should focus on to enhance the prospects of money allowing us to enjoy a better life. Number one time, I know plenty of people that make lots of money. The problem, they are exhausted and everything else in their life suffers. Health, family, relationships. Without the ability to own our time and control our schedule, we are slaves to the almighty dollar. Hustle, grind, multiply everything by 10. Then wake up one day and realize our life is miserable, vacant of any meaning, of any experience that brings us joy. Owning our time is truly a critical part of any wealth building strategy. So I encourage folks to not only aspire for money, but aspire to control your schedule and own your time. Number two, health. At Anatomy of Success here, you know by now, health is priority number one, mentally and physically. If we don't have the time to make health top priority, we lack the energy necessary to drive big dreams. Health has been paramount for me since I was age 15. Set aside time every day to make your health top priority, even if it means making less money. Trust me, you'll be happier in the long run. I have chosen to be happy because it's good for my health, folks. Next, relationships. I've met so many people that sacrificed family, healthy relationships at the altar of building wealth. They literally gave up time with their kids and neglected their partners to make more money. So I truly believe they felt in their heart that making more money would help them provide a better life for their family. I don't think people do this maliciously. I think they're well-intended, but then they realize in retrospect the amount of time expended toward pursuing this one thing at the expense of all these other beautiful things that actually make life better. Kids don't care how much money we make, folks. They want our time and they want our attention. We could live in a trailer park, but be present with our kids. They wouldn't know the difference. Trust me, kids are like that. They're amazing. Partners usually feel the same way. Hey, you don't spend much time with me. You're so busy out there chasing monetary acquisition that we don't spend time together. We neglect people. Maybe it's inadvertent, but the results are still the same. People are unhappy, and then they wake up one day and say, this is kind of empty. I want something else. We have to make relationships top priority, and our social life begins to flourish. Our soul begins to feel more satisfied. Money can't buy that. Next, work. 
One of my four tenets of equanimity is satisfying work, of course. Many people make great money, but they hate their jobs. They do what they think is the best thing to do to make the most money. I'm going to be a lawyer because I'm going to make a lot of money. I want to be a doctor because I want to make a lot of money. Wanting to do those things is just fine. Assuming your desire to do those things is driven by genuine motivation because you love the work. If you love the work, then you get compensated well. Life is good. But when you do something because you think you're going to make a lot of money, even though it's not what you really want to do, then you're a slave to doing a job you dislike. And that ends very unfavorably. Being miserable at work will deplete our joy and rob precious moments that could be spent doing something we love, even if we make a little less money. We spend exorbitant amounts of time at work. We need to make sure the work we do makes us happy. Next, generosity. I see so many people on social media flexing their opulent lifestyle. Boring and probably staged. Folks, I'm sorry. Truly successful people don't act like that. They have uncovered true meaning, so they don't need to pontificate about how much money they make. They are busy changing the world, making a difference. They don't have time to stage a performance on social media to try to convince everybody, look at me, how successful I am. Losers do that that really don't have a damn dime. I'm sorry. If we make money just to satiate our appetite for material acquisition, life gets empty real quick. Once we start grooming new leaders, molding our kids, helping people achieve their dreams like we're trying to do here, and using our time and resources wisely, life gets amazing. Giving really is a great way to improve happiness and life satisfaction. It doesn't always have to be monetary. Give your time. See some kid that needs a role model because maybe they don't have a father or a mom? Step up, moms, dads, men, women, and be that person to somebody. You'd be surprised what an impact it makes. I've done that in my life, and it's incredible to watch those people people grow up and then come back to you at some point and say, you know what? It's because of you and your time and your mentoring that my life is what it is today. Man, that makes you feel good. Next, define. At Anatomy of Success, we also encourage people to define success on their terms. That includes deciding what really matters most. Once we realize the amount of time required to build healthier relationships, more satisfying work, and truly invest in our health, we put money in its proper place. We can always adjust our lifestyle, but we can't take back wasted time chasing an empty promise that says more is better, and then we wake up one day assuming we get that and realize, man, that didn't give me the amount of satisfaction I thought. And then you look back on your life and see everything you squandered in exchange for this dream that failed to deliver. You want to talk about regret? That's when it slaps you in the face, folks. And then on the other side of the coin, people that set themselves up for this big lofty dream, which is fine, and then never get it, feel like a failure. So we have to adjust along the way and be graceful with ourselves. And finally here, faith. You know, all the research shows people of faith live more satisfying lives. When we believe in something bigger than ourselves, we don't chase ideas that put emphasis on the acquisition of stuff and things as the primary source of our satisfaction. Living with urgency, reconciling with mortality, focusing on using our time and resources to make a difference makes us happier. It's true. Most people that chase wealth do it for one reason. They want to get more stuff, get cars, houses. Look at me. Look at how successful I am. That's an empty endeavor that always ends poorly. (music) 
Albert Einstein said this, a calm and modest life brings more happiness than the pursuit of success combined with constant restlessness. You know, these are just seven simple suggestions that I use to make life a bit better for me. There's always plenty more. Any other recommendations that you have, add them to this list. But the whole objective is to displace money as our primary impetus, believing that that's going to make everything in our life so much better. It enhances life, no question about it, because it affords us things that make life better. But if we make that our obsession, then everything else suffers, and then we end up lacking in life. I hope you enjoyed this conversation here today on Anatomy of Success. I'm your host, Steve Wolenhaus. Until next week, let's stay focused, let's stay positive, and let's stay optimistic. Oh,